Good morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to the 13th day of April 2021. It is a Tuesday. My name is Nick. There's Big J over there. Hello. We spent yesterday evening doing something that we hadn't done in over a year, Big J, and that was talk about movies on a podcast. Yeah. Uh, We did another episode of Morning After the Movies for the first time in well over a year. I was uh, I was telling you that I had to listen to an older episode just to remember how, how the format of the podcast goes. Uh, and I thought we had done an episode after Onward. I thought the Ben Affleck basketball movie, The Way Back, was the last one that we saw. But I, I didn't see the podcast anywhere. But either way, it had been over a year since we had actually recorded anything. And it felt good to get back into the swing of things. We did it via Zoom. And we all talked about the Snyder Cut, and I imagine that's coming soon to a podcast feed near you, yes? Yeah, yeah. Uh, And so you'll be able to check that out very, very soon. Probably tomorrow. There you go. Uh, You'll have an opportunity to hear us yapping about it and our opinions. Uh, It was a great way for Big J to finally watch the movie and Randy to watch all three Zack Snyder movies, which is a lot, I I will fully admit. I mean, it's a little bit different to take in those movies over a, what, seven-year yeah. gap yeah, as opposed to a weekend, but Randy was a trooper. So you can check out the uh, the podcast coming soon to xrock.com, and then just like the Morning After podcast, which is updated daily on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, all that kind of stuff, wherever you find your podcast, you can check out the Morning After podcast, which is available, and then, of course, the Morning After the Movies podcast, which we are bringing back, and why the hell not? So check that out very very soon we are excited for that on the agenda today we have a bunch of prizes to give away the pbr is coming back to town this month we got you covered for that gonna play rope this in 9 15 we also have a chance for you to check out the corn streaming concert happening on the 24th called monumental and that's gonna happen with uh, pop culture smackdown chance to win some meridian speedway tickets which is happening this weekend is going to be covered as well and Big J, yesterday I was personally attacked on social media. Oh my God! And I, I want to get your angle on on why somebody went after myself and my family. To be perfectly honest, it was really weird. Uh, but that's what social media is for. I take most of that yeah, stuff but- as a grain of salt. But I, I was just really like, I mean, and I actually had a conversation with the person uh, because it was one of those anonymous accounts. So I don't know if it was a man or a woman. Oh. But either way, uh, judging by some of the the character i would say it's probably a dude but uh i really don't know and uh and i want to know if if i legitimately made a mistake or if i felt like i was wrong in the way that i defended myself so we'll find out a little bit later on today as well so that'll all be part of the fun but we also have music to play including the red hot chili peppers other side kicking things off here on the morning after with naked big j on the x rocks on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by the Advocates. If you have been injured due to another person's negligence, the Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444 or chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. Big J, what the people of Boise want, they get, and they want another place to walk. And guess what? Courtesy of St. Luke's. They are partnering with the city to fund a new recreation trail for you. The new trail will be about three quarters of a mile uh, and will connect to Boise VA Medical Center and existing trails in the Military Reserve area that's near uh, Boise's north and east end neighborhoods. 
This spring, St. Luke's is wrapping up completion on a new central utility plant, patient parking garage, and shipping and receiving facility at the Boise Hospital. And so that trail is part of the improvements that they talked about back in 2015. New recreation area was requested by community members in the area and highlighted by the North End Neighborhood Association. As a desired amenity, the trail will be designed as a neighborhood access point. It's right by Union Street without a former trailhead or any additional parking, but it will be multi-use. You can use dogs on leashes, that kind of thing. The Ridge to Rivers Trail crew plans to build the connection this year. It's going to cost about $12,000, all of which will be paid for by St. Luke's. So uh, you'll have another place to walk around in the North End, dude. Yeah. Drag your little pooch around and have yourself a nice little like, thing. It's one of our things that we love to do here in the City of Trees. We want to green belt it up and we want to walk around and get out there and take our pets on walks. So another opportunity for it. I'm not sure why it took six years from the planning stage to the actual execution. But that's how things work sometimes, you know. When you're laying out a plan to, uh, to expand your gigantic campus, sometimes... It takes a while before you get everything all said and taken care of, but should be complete by the end of the summer, so you'll have an opportunity to go out there and hike it up if you want to. Hey, uh, Julian Edelman is going to hang it up. New England Patriots star receiver announced his retirement yesterday on a video posted on his social media. He is 34 years old. Of course, he helped the Patriots win three championships and was the MVP of Super Bowl 53. He has been a Patriot for the last 12 seasons. Uh, He did only play six games last season because of chronic knee injury, uh, and that's basically pretty much what's forcing him out of the game. Uh, Not only did he miss 10 games last year, but according to a recent prognosis he got, uh, he was supposed to miss all of this year as well. And so he's just like, you know what, I think think that's about it. Uh, And so he played his entire 12-year career with the Patriots, Uh, Second in NFL history with 118 postseason receptions behind Jerry Rice's 151, but doesn't have huge numbers in the regular season, which has never been to a Pro Bowl. uh, Yeah, it has a lot of people asking. You know, there are a lot of people that were just like, "There's, there's a Hall of Famer because of his postseason success," but Mm. I don't think so, Big J. No, no, I don't. He's never been to a Pro Bowl. You can't be a Hall of Famer if you've never been to a Pro Bowl. And going to, reminder that going to the Pro Bowl this time is not necessarily difficult. I mean, it's not it's not easy. Let's put it that way. You have to be very very good. But I'm saying, you know, don't forget that Pro Bowls now. You know, if anybody decides they don't want to go, they're out. If they're in the Super Bowl, they're out. So it's a little bit easier these days to get into a Pro Bowl than it was back in the day. But also, I mean, like, you know, he's he doesn't have numbers comparable to players that aren't anywhere near Hall of Fame, and so that makes it difficult. Listen, it, hell of a receiver, yeah. incredible career, just not a Hall of Fame. Great story, um, but, you know, there are some some receivers that are uh, way in line that probably should be that, that aren't yet. So, yeah, I don't think so. Some Metallica fans have a lot of cash laying around, Big J, and Kirk Hammett's ESP 400 series guitar he played in the band's one music video went in auction over the weekend for $112,000. The high bidder remains anonymous, but uh, the guitar has been autographed by Kurt Hammett and is described as being in excellent condition. The song One, of course, is included on Metallica's 1988 album and Justice for All. The video came out, got high airplay on MTV. Uh, It is credited with being kind of the song that pushed Metallica into the mainstream. And somebody had almost $113,000 that they wanted to throw at this guitar, which is, uh, to me, Big J, incredible. Rich people. Uh, I mean, you know, it is. God bless them. It is crazy. But good for them, I guess. It is for charity. Yes, of course. 
a lot of people who have a lot of money need to write that stuff off. And it's a great way to do it, and they get a guitar in the process. So uh, congratulations to the winner, congratulations to the charity, and I guess congratulations to Kurt Hammett for having a guitar worth $113,000. Morning After with Nick and Big J, that's your important stuff. It's streaming dumbass on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Going into the Hulu catalog today for streaming dumbass. Every single Tuesday, we try to find three movies that maybe, just maybe, Big J hasn't encountered in either his personal or professional life. We strip away all the stars, all the directors of, all the studio that brought you BS, and we're left with just something called a plot description, brief as it may be. Courtesy of the streaming service, Big J must select a movie to watch and review for you in 24 hours, courtesy of that plot device, and that's the game called Streaming Dumbass. Of course, uh, there usually is a common theme with all three movies. Today's theme is new, Big J. All of these movies have been released in the last year, so uh, all of them are fairly new to Hulu, and you have to decide which one of these you want to watch, okay? All right. Movie number one, An Old Country House is the perfect score for a group of friends looking for an easy payday. However, the robbery turns into a brutal and bloody nightmare when the elderly owners turn turn the tables on the thieves. Ooh. That is movie number one. Movie number two, a battle-hardened mercenary leads a team of soldiers on a daring mission to rescue hostages in remote Africa. But not only do they have to worry about other mercenaries on this mission, there's also the animals of the African wilderness that prove to be difficult. Damn. Movie number three, Walter and his neglected wife lure a young stranger into their Victorian home to escape from a hurricane. But when the man is charged with murder, he must prove his innocence by recalling a very twisted and dark night of events. Movie number one, movie number two, or movie number three? Nah, I don't know why, but these Hulu uh, examples seem much better than... It's the, uh, because they go into more detail. There's like yeah. two or more senses for each uh, recap than the ones that Netflix gives you. But yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with movie number one. Movie yeah. number one. You got it. You passed on movie number two. That was called Rogue. It stars Megan Fox and Jessica Sutton. You passed on movie number three. That was called Grand Isle. It stars Nick Cage and Kelsey Grammer. You will be watching movie number one called The Owners. And that stars Massey Williams and Sylvester McCoy. So you get a little Game of Thrones action in here. And we'll see if it's any good. I have not heard anything about this movie, so you'll be the first to let me know if the owners is worth our time. It is streaming now on Hulu. You can check it out if you like. That is what Big J will be watching. And right around this time tomorrow, he'll let you know how it is. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been injured because of another person's negligence, The Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444. Chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. Gas prices have been rising steadily for months. And a government forecast says, get ready. Because this summer, it's where it's going to get nuts. The one thing that has returned to normal faster than anything else has been the gas prices, believe it or not, as we are up north of $3 a gallon anywhere you go here in the Treasure Valley, which is right around where things were three years ago, i.e. pre-pandemic. You understand, Big J? And uh, they are saying that if you plan on traveling this summer, get ready because they are going to be the highest they've been in about three years at that particular point. The U.S. Energy Information Administration says gas will be considerably more expensive than last year. 
Of course, that's when the pandemic curtailed driving and fuel use. Gas tracking website GasBuddy says the national average for gas is already up nearly $1 million from a year ago. Uh, the national average is 286 a gallon. Again, we're north of that here in the Treasure Valley. There's a lot of reasons for this particular increase. Number one, uh, crude oil prices have been surging. Number one, vaccinated. Number two, vaccinations are expected to, to boost travel. And there was a harsh winter that was really tough on refineries. So there's that as well. And then, you know, factor in capitalism, Big J. Of course, with, you know, supply and demand, that's the way our economy works. More people on the roads, meaning uh, they know that more people need gasoline. Therefore, prices will always go up in that particular way. So uh, AAA says U.S. drivers could find themselves spending close to, on average nationally, about 3.05 a gallon for gas by Memorial Day, which means here in the Treasure Valley we're probably up to what 3.30, 3.40, something like that. Uh, we're usually a good quarter above the national average on a regular basis. So that's where we can find ourselves, and there's a lot of reasons for it. But get ready, you're going to be paying more for gas. So if a road trip is in your summer future, budget it a little bit. But again, uh, you know, obviously, this is where it was a few years back. So, like I said, it's strange what things pop back to normal before anything else. And gas is one of those things that has fallen right back into its old gas prices world. Because, God forbid, right, Big J? Yeah. Congratulations to Steph Curry. He scored 53 points last night in the Golden State Warriors 116-107 win over the Nuggets. But... That made him the Warriors' franchise scoring leader. Used to be held by the legendary Will Chamberlain, but Curry, who's now in his 12th NBA season, is ahead of all of them with Golden State. He passed the 17,783 points Wilt had with the Warriors, a record he'd held on to since 1963. So he's no slouch, of course, and don't forget he also went on to play pretty well for the Lakers, too. So uh, now Steph Curry is the, the leading scorer for the Golden State Warriors. He's been a pretty good basketball player. This just in, Big J. If you are wondering who else is going to play the big bad in the movie Shazam! Fury of the Gods, you know already it's going to be Helen Mirren, but Lucy Liu is also set to join her as the big bad. She told Entertainment Tonight, I'm privileged to join the team of incredible artists who joined together to create the wonderful world of Shazam! And so uh, that movie is set for release on June 2nd, 2023. Again, I don't know a whole hell of a lot uh, about Shazam and the, the comic book kind of Shazam! past. Shazam! I do know, however, that apparently Helen Mirren and Lucy Liu are going to play sisters or stepsisters that are kind of teaming up to try to take on Shazam. And so we will see how it all comes together as it is set for release on June 2nd of 2023. So now we got more casting news to be announced. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Big J on 100.3, the X rocks. Salisbury, North Carolina is where we're going for today's We're Going to Hell story. Oh, man. Wait, is that where the steak is from? I don't know. Do you like Salisbury steak? It's meat with gravy on it. Yeah. So, yeah. Usually mushrooms, so I tend to stay away. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it's uh, it's quite the delicacy if it's uh, done the right way, I understand. But I do not know if it's any relation to the actual food dish. But we have a story of a gentleman that uh, got himself into a little bit of trouble at the Food Lion grocery store oh. on Faith Road there in Salisbury, North Carolina. According to police, a 46-year-old man was inside the store and he was just going down the bread aisle. Big J, we've all been there, dude. Walking yeah. down the bread aisle trying to figure out what loaf of bread do we get. What kind of carbs do I want today? We go in with the uh, the 12 grain. Do we just get the wheat? 
Uh, do we go with the country white? Am I going to get the Hawaiian rolls? What's going to happen? The bread, the bread aisle is just a, a, a huge aisle of mystery. And then all of a sudden, somebody heard a very loud pop, Big J. And pop. that 46-year-old gentleman that was at one point just perusing down the bread aisle suddenly started to run towards the front of the store. And uh, he was leaving a trail of blood behind him. And that is when uh, they, everybody put two and two together and realized, oh, uh, this gentleman accidentally shot himself. And uh, that is what happened when police showed up. It's a grocery uh, store pop. Turns out, Big J, uh, he had decided to put a revolver that he was carrying in the waistband of his sweatpants. And as he was walking down the bread aisle, something happened that caused the gun to go off. And Big J, he shot himself right in the crotch. I mean, that's what you get. For putting your gun there, you idiot. Well, I could be wrong, but isn't like day one of gun safety class always keep one in the chamber, keep the safety off, and put it in the waistband of your pants? No. Oh, okay. Uh, my apologies then. I thought that's what they taught in uh, in gun safety classes. Either way, uh, this guy was not following protocol, clearly. Uh, still, they don't really know what happened that caused the gun to go off. But uh, accidents happen sometimes, I suppose. And sure enough, uh, got himself right in the junk, Big J. No sympathy. And that is a rough, rough trip to the grocery store. Uh, according to a witness, quote, I turn around, I see him grab his crotch, and I've never heard a scream come out of a man that I heard come out of this man. <laughs> he says, quote, scared the crap out of me and I'm sure some other shoppers. People started heading to the exits as fast as possible because they didn't know what was happening. Of course, that makes sense, right? You hear a gunshot and you're like, what's happening in the grocery store? And so it's automatically hitting the panic button. Police said the man reported uh, to the shooting to somebody working at the store because obviously he needed medical attention. Uh, there is no word currently on the man's injuries, but according to at least the police report, he got himself right through the crotch. So that's never good. And uh, that's a good reminder, Big J, that that is not how you're supposed to handle your weapon, correct? Yeah. Yeah, stop watching TV. Proper protocol is what, my friend? Well, have it in a holster. Right. That's why they're there. And so, uh, well, obviously, uh, a waistband he considered to be his holster, but that's not how it usually works. So uh, he got himself shot in the crotch on a Friday night at a grocery store. Not a good run. But... A crazy night in Salisbury, North Carolina, I'm sure, Big J. Steaks all around for that particular <clears throat> grocery store. Steak, steak sandwiches, apparently. <laughs> Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going Hell story. It is the X Rocks. <laughs> Beastie Boys, fight for your right to party here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. And social media is a fun thing, my friend. It gives us an opportunity to really kind of interact with the fans of the show and this radio station uh, at all hours. It's a, it's a really cool thing. I've really enjoyed having a lot of the conversations with the people that listen to this radio station, whether they've started out as complaints or they've started out as compliments or they just have a question. It's a great place for us to kind of interact with one another, and we always encourage you to reach out to us via the Facebook page or Twitter or Instagram, however you prefer to do the social media thing. It's always nice. But yesterday, Big J, uh, I got... Got a uh, a DM in Twitter, which rarely happens when we're talking about anything that's related to the radio station. But it was somebody that was very upset that we didn't cover something yesterday, and decided to call me a bunch of names in the process of it. Uh, were you aware that over the weekend WrestleMania took place? Uh, yeah, it was rained out a little bit. 
There was the weather issues on Saturday. Uh, everything went off as scheduled on Sunday. And uh, and this uh, person was very, very upset that we did not cover any of the WrestleMania stuff. Uh, to the point of just hurling insults my way. And so uh, as that when, when that kind of things happened, I try to open up a dialogue to this particular situation and explain yeah. like, okay, well like in a perfect world, what what would you have liked to have seen? They hate that question. And so like that. Uh, well the the answer that we got was, you know, it was it, they found it very strange that we didn't bring it up during our sports stuff during important stuff. And so uh, I, I explained to this gentleman, like, you know, I mean, first of all, I will for, I will freely admit that I am not well-versed in the world of wrestling anymore. Like, for a very long time growing up, wrestling was a huge part of my life. I, I loved every bit of it, but at some point, I, I don't know if I would say I matured or aged out of it because I don't feel like I'm too mature for wrestling. I just kind of lost interest in, in it once, like, uh, NWO kind of went away. That was, like, my peak yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, after WCW. Yeah. We're both at the same time frame. And so too. I've stopped kind of paying attention to it. I, I really don't know why. I just kind of moved on from it. But that was around the time that you stopped as well? Yeah. Like, could you tell me who the heavyweight champion is in the WWE right now? Right now? Yeah. Uh, no. I couldn't either. Uh, but did you follow it at all, like, when The Rock was huge? Because that was after NWO. The Rock had his run. Yeah, I mean, a little bit. It'd be tough to miss, um, you know, in, in, in certain things here and there. But, you know, not on a weekly basis was I watching WWE right. Raw or any of that. Unless they were coming to town and you wanted to do some research. Right. And we've That's had wrestlers on the show, sure. of course, that we would do some some interviews with Daniel and all that Bryant. kind of stuff. But, you know, I would not consider myself a gigantic fan. But I certainly don't, you know... Uh, like poo-poo the fans that are huge wrestling fans. But the conversation that, that we got into was this guy was, or I'm assuming it's a dude, was upset about the fact that, you know, WrestleMania now is covered by ESPN. You know, ESPN was tweeting out stuff about WrestleMania all weekend long, and, you know, he felt like that legitimized it as a sport, and it should have been brought up in our sporting stuff. And I said, well, listen, you know, I, I, I don't want to insult your intelligence, but you are aware that, that the WWE is scripted and this stuff is all figured out beforehand. And he said, well, yes, of course I understand that. And I said, you know, and you also realize that ESPN for a very long time ignored that WrestleMania and wrestling had happened. And the only reason they started bringing it up is because they now are paid by the WWE to talk about it. It is essentially a paid promotional advertisement. And that's why it makes the cut on SportsCenter and on Twitter, not because they feel like it's a legitimized sport, but they're getting paid to do so. And he said that he had read a story about that as well and understood it. And I said, you know, it, it's the equivalent of because all this stuff is kind of set up. And I mean, and I mean I'm not, again, I'm not trying to insult anybody, but it's essentially a soap opera. That's what we watch it for. The drama, the character the building, the entertainment side of things. And it would be like if we came on and did like a breakdown of a particular uh, television show. Do you know what I mean? And all the plot well, developments that happened and that kind of there's stuff. There's quite a it. few lame-ass radio shows that do those sort of well, things. Well, I'm not, I'm not disparaging them. I mean, I it's am. fine that they want to do that, but it, He's dumb. It, it just seems to me to be like a breakdown of different things. So I explained it to him. He really wasn't happy with, with my explanation of it. I, really, what he wanted us to do was to cover wrestling. And I said, you know, really all I'd be doing is reading the results of what happened at WrestleMania because A, I didn't watch B, I don't have anything to add as far as commentary goes because I don't watch 
the WWE or WrestleMania. But again, I hope that you enjoy it, but we're not going to cover everything. But I was really kind of, uh, not necessarily taken aback, but I thought it was interesting that somebody really wanted it to be part of the sports segment and not like a, a segment in and of itself. And I'm like, you realize it's not really, I mean, it's sports entertainment. It's incredibly entertaining and I get it, but it's not a legitimate sport just because not that they're not doing anything athletic. Of course they are. It takes, you know, and there's real things happening and there's no doubt in my mind that these are athletes doing real athletic things and it takes a talent to do it that I don't possess and these people should be credited for it, but it doesn't make it something that needs to be, you know, right alongside the masters. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, he was no, not happy I, I with my we, explation. I just wanted to make, I wanted to I, see what Now I thought. agree with him. <laughs> now you wanted now, to see Now I think that, yeah, we should cover WrestleMania. But that's All it. right, I'm going to leave it up to you then. Uh, I'm going to give you the WrestleMania correspondency because I know nothing about it and I can't do it. And then maybe he'll slide into your DMs instead of mine uh, when he's not happy with the way uh, that you cover. The Undertaker has retired. Yeah, that was a couple of, uh, of WrestleMania. I think this was the last WrestleMania, as a matter of Listen, fact. Listen, I thought this was a serious situation. Uh, it was to him. Oh. Uh, it certainly was not to me, but he took it very seriously. He was very upset that, that WrestleMania did not get the proper coverage that he felt it deserved on the sporting side of things. And I, and I told him, you know, listen, I'm always up for feedback. I'm happy for it. And I said, but hopefully this helped you explain uh, why we do what we do and why it was one of those things that we didn't really get into because it would just be a couple of dudes that really don't know what they're talking about and uh, granted that's that's 90% of what the show is but it would just be another element of that that I don't know I could add much to it I'm not sure if you could add much to a Wrestlemania conversation well, but it sounds like you probably should have asked him to be our correspondent uh, well yeah but I mean like he couldn't get through a sentence without using the F word to me so I'm not sure he would be great uh, at being a correspondent on the radio <laughs> about that stuff because the conversation it's, did it's end with also, him telling me to f off. It's really hard to 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 debate <laughs> or to go point by point with somebody who wants to break it down that way. Yeah, I, I do have a tendency to, to try to hopefully help somebody see my my particular side or why it helps it make sense. But uh, there are some people that you can't seem to get through, and this gentleman uh, happened to be one of them. So our apologies to wrestling fans, I guess. But I don't think you'll ever see it alongside the sporting side of stuff uh, on the show or any show. But uh, listen, hopefully you had a good time watching WrestleMania. Uh, I know it was like streaming on Peacock, but I also don't have Peacock, so I didn't have a chance to watch it. Yeah, you asked, this must was you asked me if I had Peacock a result of this DMing or uh, I cannot remember why I asked if you had Peacock because you asked if I watched WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's that definitely was part of it. Yes, because yeah. uh, I, I wanted to know if you could have if you would get into it because I also don't know like how big of a fan you are were slash you know if you're super into that or it's one of those secret kind of guilty pleasures for you or something like that. No. But you don't care, and you didn't watch it, and you wouldn't watch it even if you wanted to. But do you want to cover WrestleMania for us next year, Big J? No. Okay. Well, you said you're on this guy's side. I was going to give you an yeah, opportunity. Yeah, I was just to... being contrarian. I'm not really. You don't care about WrestleMania, and you don't care about what this guy. I thinks. care about Randy Orton and uh, out of nowhere. Uh, you care about Chris Jericho. What about AEW? Should we cover that? I, I don't barely know what that is. There you go. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few minutes, some important stuff, plus your pop culture smackdown. Hang on for that. But we should probably take a look at your traffic report this morning. Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been injured due to another person's negligence, The Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444 or chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. 
people are generally selfish. That's just the way things go. If something's not working out for you, you really don't have much of an interest in it. But uh, it's kind of shocking how selfish we can be, at least according to a University of Chicago poll. Researchers found that when people were looking for donations for charities, those that emphasized selfish benefits were most likely to get people to open up their wallets, meaning if there was something in it for them at the end of the day, then yeah, sure, uh, we'll give in to that. We'll give in to a charity as long as there's something for us at the end of the finish line. They also found that when there was a message that highlighted how benefits of giving would help everybody, it didn't exactly do anything to increase your propensity to give. Uh, but it didn't. It certainly didn't uh, increase the average donation size. Uh, basically, the results are noteworthy because they suggest that in two ways to increase giving using simple messages that appeal to the self-interest uh, is not exactly the way to go. Like the good of the people, if you're like, hey, this, if you give us $10, this will help out a whole lot of people. Please help us. We're a lot less likely to give than you go, hey, if you give me $10, there's a possibility you could win 100 bucks. And it goes to help out some people. <laughs> and we're into it. So it's all about our self-interest at the end of the day to help out charities, which makes me really, really sad, but also makes sense. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, uh, yeah, I'm an expert. I know. So, uh, and, <laughs> and and, and you know, what what was the key to to being an expert? Uh, well, you know, uh, having a raffle right. to raise funds. I mean, you, you need some incentive. That's that. Well, that exactly. That's part of the problem, I think. Yeah, uh, is what people are trying to say. I, I'm nobody's blaming anybody for coming up with incentives to get people to give. Those are all good ideas. It's just really sad that we have to have something for us to get out of it before we're willing to give a little bit of something over. Uh, at least for a majority of it. It's not everybody, of course. But uh, I understand where you're coming from because, of course, your your goal is to raise as much money as possible, right? Yeah. And you have to come up with ways in which to do that. And unfortunately, that means there's got to be something for some people at the end of the finish line in order to do that. So work on that, everybody. I don't think we will, but it might be a good idea. Two Chicago Cubs coaches have tested positive for the coronavirus and three relievers then were put on the COVID-19 injured list. Uh, that's now raising the organization's concerns about a possible outbreak on the team. So uh, that's the second baseball team that's dealing with this. The Nationals did at the beginning of the year. Uh, it wasn't described whether or not the relievers actually had tested positive themselves or if it was just for contact, contact tracing for being close to the pitching coaches. But we will see what happens with the Cubs going forward. Julian Edelman hanging it up. He has decided to retire as a receiver from the New England Patriots. 12 years in the program. He has done a really good job for the Patriots, of course, winning three Super Bowls. MVP of Super Bowl 53 himself, but had a pretty bad knee injury that kept him out 10 games last year and, according to reports, was going to keep him out all of this year. So instead of coming back as a 36-year-old receiver, he decided to retire as a 34-year-old receiver. But a hell of a career. Not a Hall of Famer, but second in NFL history with 118 postseason receptions. That's no slouch, right? Yeah, well, it's easy to do when you're on the Patriots. Uh, Jerry Rice was number one, 151 uh, postseason catches for the best receiver to ever play the game. Big J talked about this a little bit at the beginning of the show, but if you missed it, Dave Grohl released a trailer for his new documentary called What Drives Us. 
Uh, it is a pretty cool documentary all about bands, specifically rock bands, getting in a van and traveling across the country and putting on shows in really the most basic way possible. But it talks about some of the biggest bands in rock doing this, from the Beatles to Slash and Duff McKagan from Guns N' Roses to Steven Tyler of Aerosmith, Brian Johnson of ACDC, uh, The Edge from U2, all talking about getting into a van on their first tours and playing these little teeny tiny clubs, kind of perfecting their art and then getting the opportunity to, of course, private jet it up or get in a huge bus and go and play arenas from one stop to the next. In a press release for the film, Dave Grohl said, quote, this film is my love letter to every musician that's ever jumped in an old van with their friends and left it all behind for the simple reward of playing music. What started as a project to pull back the curtain on the DIY logistics of stuffing all of your friends and equipment into a small space for months and eventually turned into the exploration of why and what drives us. And obviously, this is a huge part of music, specifically rock music, that goes into playing in a bunch of cities and putting on a tour. And listen, a lot of the bands that we bring into town for free X shows and things like that, they're all driving in a little teeny tiny van. Yep. putting on shows and doing what they do and that's why this is important to rock music in general and uh and listen it's it's sometimes hard to believe but you know important to remember that the biggest bands in rock started out this way i mean it's going to be an incredible documentary it looks like and uh you know one of the people featured is ringo Starr, and he was talking at the 2015 rock and roll hall of fame expect acceptance speech about how you know Van etiquette is important to even the biggest bands in the world. Another tip I've got for all bands who are starting out, when you're in the van, if you fart, own up. Because it'll cause hell. Because it'll be like, if you don't own up, everyone's blaming everyone else. So, you know, we made a pact in the van. Okay, if we fart, we'll say it was me. Okay. And that's what we did, and that's how we get on so well. It was like uh, when we took the RV, Big Jim, we made the no pooping rule. You could not poop in the RV. And that's famous in all rock bands yeah. as well. You cannot go number two in the RV because it is it is not a good thing. So uh, it, the trailer looks fantastic. It's going to come at the end of the month, April 30th. It's available via the Coda Collection on Amazon Prime. Uh, what that means, we don't know. Jay and I were talking. We don't know if the Coda Collection is another channel you have to subscribe to or it'll just be available for you on Amazon Prime. It does, The reason why we think it might be something different is because it says it's available on the Coda Collection on Amazon Prime in the United States and then Amazon Prime on uh, across the world which makes me think that we may have to subscribe to something to get it. But I could be wrong. I hope I am, because that is something I want to watch the day so it drops. So the Coda Collection is uh, a streaming video channel with a catalog of more than 150 music documentaries and concert films, which cost $4.99 a month to subscribe so to. So it is another channel that you'd have to pay for. It is uh, not part of the existing Prime bundle. Son of a gun. So maybe uh, road trip it to Canada where we can watch it for free? What do you think? What? No. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. You're up to date. Culture Smackdown. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. And we have your ticket here for Korn's global streaming event, Monumental, which is going down April 24th. So we'll hook you up with a ticket to see this uh, limited special event. It's going to be pretty dang cool. God, we love corn here. So uh, you just need to beat me in pop culture smackdown. So good luck to you. Phone number is 208-287-1003. If you'd like a chance at these corn tickets and a chance to watch the streaming concert on your own time, it premieres on the 24th, but 
These would be good for a couple weeks after that. Uh, all you have to do is defeat Big J. Let's see if you got what it takes today in the world of pop culture. Hello, The X. How's it going? We're hanging in there, man. What's your name? Ryan. Hi, Ryan. You're up first. Ryan, uh, this actress starred in movies like The Legend of Zorro, Chicago, and Entrapment. She also happens to be married to Michael Douglas. Who is she? Catherine Zeta-Jones. Right. Correct. Big J, this actor was cast as Robin in Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy. Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Right. Correct. Back to you, Ryan. Ryan, this actor, uh, excuse me, Emilio Estevez plays the character of Gordon Bombay in this hockey movie series and now Disney Plus series. Mighty Duck. That is correct. Right. Big J in Ron Tender. Ron Perlman's uh, Hellboy movies. Uh, he goes by this nickname to his friends. Oh no! Oh no! Um, Duck Boy. Duck Boy. Wrong. Yeah, Duck Boy. Are you confused? You don't remember that? The Mighty Ducks, because that's what he just said. Nah, I don't. I don't know. Uh, what if I said it was just a color? That should make it red. Easy. Yep, he goes by red. Right. His what nickname an idiot. is red in those movies. Not you, by the way. Me. Congratulations, Ryan. You've got yourself that corn ticket for you to enjoy the streaming event happening on the 24th. Please hang on just one second. We'll get some information from you. And there's your pop culture smackdown. Headlines are next on the X Rocks. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Headlines are brought to you by Team Mazda. If you need a car loan do-over, get online pre-approval with the iPreCheck button at GoTeamMazda.com. You know the one you just heard about on the X. Check it out for yourself at GoTeamMazda.com, the official website of Team Mazda and the pre-owned Superstore. Headlines are as follows. What a waste. That's hot. And the new normal? What a waste. To some, this might be viewed as a tragedy. Authorities in town, in, excuse me, Troop County, Georgia, had a big mess on their hands on Sunday when a tractor trailer that was hauling about 40,000 pounds of Bud Light beer overturned and spilled its entire load onto the highway. Police say the crash involved two tractor trailers, a Ford F-150 truck and a passenger car. One person was injured, thankfully not seriously, taken to the hospital for treatment. The crash is still under investigation, and it took about three hours to clean up all the Bud Light off the highway. And it's just got to smell like a bad bar in there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I bet. Just dried up Bud Light, uh, baking in the sun. What a waste of water. Can't be, uh, can't be a good thing. So hopefully there's not a Bud Light shortage in Georgia because of 40,000 pounds of Bud Light spilled all over the actual highway so more than the loss i suppose if that's your beer that's hot or the new normal that's hot if you have any exercise equipment near windows in your home you may want to make sure your neighbors aren't seeing anything that could be interpreted as questionable natasha christina posted a video of her friend uh, that took of her that shows her in a shadow silhouette as she rides her patreon bike in her living room but from her neighbor's view below, it doesn't look like she's riding a bike. You know what I'm saying, Big J? Yeah. And the shadow's got her going up and down pretty furiously as she's riding the bike. So it looks very sexual. And it looks like she's just repeatedly getting pushed up against the window. <clears throat> One person commented, quote, Are you sure you were just riding a bike or that's what you made her believe? Because it does look questionable, but 
Uh, according to her, she's definitely riding her bike in the living room, but she can understand how it looks very strange to passerby or, in fact, the neighbor that lives below her across the street. So maybe keep an eye out. But then again, if you don't care what your silhouette looks like to your neighbors, then what the hell's the difference, right? Yeah. I mean, you can understand it could be funny, but you still got to get your workout on, Big J. Uh, that's why it's very important to me that I don't work out near any of my windows, just to be safe. Wrap it up with the new normal. By now, uh, a whole bunch of people have seen Godzilla vs. Kong, and what a lot of them seem to agree on is that everybody who likes it can agree whether they enjoy it or not. The movie almost makes no sense whatsoever, and that's nothing new. A number of noteworthy blockbusters have had issues in how the exactly does this make sense department, like, you know, Pirates of the Caribbean or the Transformers films. But what's new about this particular thing in Godzilla vs. Kong is how it's been met. Most of what happens in the film is so defiant and lack of purpose that, you know, there's this whole theory that you can go into about it, but uh, people call it like a cut-rate avatar because there's the Hollow Earth thing that goes on and a whole sort of landscape of primeval wonder that can distract you. You don't really worry about what exactly is going on and does it make sense. But what's happening is... Hollywood studios are realizing that your movies don't necessarily have to make sense to make money, Big J. And that has worried some people, but that's always been the case, is my argument. Well, you can, there's about uh, hundreds of movies that can go with that plot yeah. description. Uh, there's a lot of movies that make money that that don't make a whole lot of sense. Now, listen, there's a lot more movies out there that don't make any sense that don't make money, too. So you need to err on the side of caution, I would say. If you're a movie studio, I would still say, try to make sure there's some sort of coherent plot, and then you might make a better... Because I would still say, if you look at like the top grossing movies of the year, most of them kind of make sense. Uh, yeah, you're going to have a few Godzilla vs. Kongs thrown in there, uh, and a few avatars, but I think you know a majority of the movies out there have some sort of cohesive storyline, and that's the way to go if you want to make yourself some cash, but... If you're going to play to the lowest common denominator, there's a chance you're going to make some money, too. And there's nothing wrong with that. Right, Big J? Yeah. So uh, I would say that Hollywood's a bit concerned that uh, that dumb movies are making money, but dumb movies have always made money. That's the beauty of movies. They're sometimes meant to be an escape, and sometimes we just want to see two big dumb monsters beat the living piss out of each other, and that's just the way it is. Uh, I'm not sure that's exactly a trend because, you know, uh, for every Godzilla versus Kong, there's plenty of other movies that haven't made any money that have tried to capitalize on that particular thing. So uh, I wouldn't call it a trend as much as I would say the right movie for the right time. Agree or disagree? Maybe. Yeah, totally. And so there's that. <laughs> Latest from the Deftones, that is Ceremony here on 100.3 The X Rocks. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J, and it is time for you to try to win a pair of tickets to the PBR by playing a little game called Rope This. How does it all work, Big J? Well, hey, I've got my lasso. Woo! And I'm going to rope something. And you got to guess what it is, and I'll give you clues. And uh, just so you know, obviously, it's a fictional lasso. Rules have no home here. Uh, physics, yeah. uh, space, time, social I, I, norms. I lassoed the moon once. None of this stuff uh, plays any kind of role in Rope This. So you have to keep that in mind. It could be anything that Big J throws his lasso around. So if you think you got what it takes and you want some PBR tickets, 208-287-1003. Let's play a little game. Name, shall we let's go to the phones hello the x hi good morning man what's your name chris all right chris good luck with rope this 
You can thank Arnold Schwarzenegger for the civilian version of this vehicle, which, by the way, he bought the first version of. Uh, the Batmobile? Ooh, no, no. But not a bad guess. You see them wherever you see soldiers from the U.S. military driving around. Oh, a Humvee. There you go. Bam! A Batmobile, not a Woo! bad guess either way. But good job there, Chris. Hang on. We got some PBR tickets coming your way April 23rd to 24th at the Idaho Center. If you want to grab your own tickets, you can do so at ictickets.com. We're going to be playing Rope This all week long. You throwing that lasso around there for any reason or just for Yeah, fun? Uh, the... Uh, the electric version of the electric, uh, or the hum, hummy, oh no, <laughs> the electric version of the Hummer uh, has got a, a release date, Nick, and uh, prices and all that good stuff. Uh, the Hummer E2 2X SUV is hitting spring 2023 uh, with two motors in a 300-mile range for $89,995. Now, am I wrong? Have they been off the market for a while? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They totally yeah. have. Okay. Yep. And then this is like their resurgence back onto the market. Of course, Hummers were famous for being on A, incredibly expensive, and B, being huge gas guzzlers when they first huge, came on the huge market. Huge gas guzzlers. There's several different uh, types here, and uh, one of them has an off-road version that can actually literally do a crab walk. As you have pivoted so. towards an electronic vehicle, Big J, any interest in the electronic Hummer? Yeah, uh, no, because the price I'm not tag? the price rate. <laughs> like, that's, uh, that's house for, you know, that's house money right there, bro. Well, if you can find a house for eighty nine thousand yeah, yeah, dollars, no, I mean, know, I, I need that to be able to pay I know for what you a house. Mean, yes. Um, so uh, you know, I, it, it's a good thing. In in you know, they're very expensive. Uh, LeBron James somehow is now the uh, the the spokesperson here for GMC and their uh, their Humvees. Well, uh, as a counterpoint, uh, Humvees could be big enough where you could live in them when it's just you and your wife. So that could be a a side no, gig no, if you want. No, thank you. You want to RV it up? You could Humvee it up, really. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Rope this will be happening all week long. We got your bad impressions next on the X Rock. On 100.3, the X. We got some tickets here at Meridian Speedway. Got some races happening this weekend. Happy to get those into your hot little hands. If you can figure out bad impressions this morning. Here's our phone number, 208-287-1003. Bad impressions works like this. Big J's got three clues. They all point to somebody pretty famous. Figure out who that famous person is in those three clues or less, and you can check out some racing on us this weekend. Let's go to the phones. Hello, the X. Hey, how's it going? Good, man. What's your name? Ryan. All right, Ryan. You're up first. Good luck. I completed the first 900 on a skateboard. Okay, next. Some call me the Birdman. Okay, the next. I have my own video game franchise. That's the one I needed. Uh, Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk is correct. Well done, Ryan. Hang on just one second. We'll get some information from you. Why is Anthony Hawk in the news? Uh, he is uh, a super generous dude. He donated $10,000 to help create the Frankie uh, Fontana Memorial Skate Park in uh, Lemonster, Massachusetts, Nick, named in honor of a 19-year-old who was struck by a car and killed in 2015. So uh, community members came together to revamp the city's only skate park. It's a place that uh, Fontana loved to visit. The skate park is now in the design phase, and uh, park co-chair Stephen Sned said that he was thrilled that Hawk's donation is bringing it closer to completion. So, uh, Tony Hawk's out there doing stuff. Oh, a California resident probably has zero idea what's happening over Massachusetts, still giving his money to help out a really good cause, which yeah. is pretty awesome. 
Tony Hawk, uh, on the record, has been a really good dude for lots and lots of years. He's a great follow on social media, too, because he always has a bunch of stories about how people always think he might be some guy they've yeah, seen Yeah, hey, before. you look like Tony Hawk. <laughs> but he never gets actually recognized as himself until people think he might be somebody. And so uh, it's always good for a follow and a funny story. But well done, Mr. Hawk. A very cool thing to see uh, done for something that isn't even in your neighborhood, just uh, for a good cause for a bunch of kids in another part of the country. Really cool thing. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We will wrap up this show here next on the X-Rock. Foo Fighters waiting on a war, wrapping up the morning after with Nick and Big J on this 13th day of April. Thanks for hanging out with us. It was a heavily themed Foo Fighters show. They uh, waited pretty heavily on Send Nudes today. Talked about them during important stuff and the new documentary that Dave Grohl has going out. And Big J discovered it's going to cost us a little bit extra to check that out on Amazon Prime when it's available for us on April 30th. But at least we have an answer. Thank you, sir. Big J also selected a movie called The Owners that he will watch and review for you tonight for a little thing called Streaming Dumbass. You can tune in tomorrow for that. And we learned that it's a pretty smart idea not to keep your gun in your waistband. If you're going grocery store shopping, you might shoot yourself in your crotch. And somebody wasn't happy with our WrestleMania coverage. All part of the show today. Uh, that leaves you with the floor, Big J. Uh, yeah, you know what? Domino's Pizza in Houston, Texas. Uh, they're uh, messing around with the robot pizza deliveries. And starting this week, uh, Domino's is using the R2 robot model built by Neuro Robotics Company. The R2 thing is the first self driving on-road delivery vehicle to be approved by the Department of Transportation. So what does it do? Does it drive to your house, then you have to go out and grab it out of the car? Uh, I, yeah, I think that's how it works. Select customers will be able to choose to have the R2 deliver their food and track its progress via text messages on their website, and it'll still be too far outside of my area to deliver. <laughs> now, let me ask you this. If you were given the option of a robot delivery where you had to leave your house get out and go get it at your curbside to pick up the pizza or standard delivery guy comes to your door leaves it there for you or, or hands it to you which one are you choosing? i'll take the dude thank yeah. you or, or lady whoever no because you don't have to go out to your curb right yeah you your house that's the whole idea of having well, delivered I just pizza. like the idea of being able to have Domino's deliver to my house again oh have they stopped they, they never have. Oh, no. Even though there's one not that, I mean, literally seven miles away. They can't make it out to, to Middleton in my house. So what are your delivery options out there? Pizza Hut and Garbanzos. That's it, That's huh? it. Uh, man, but I tell you what, I don't get Garbanzos. I miss that. So at least you have that to keep you company. That's for sure. Uh, small victories, I'll tell you what. But uh, don't forget that also coming up this weekend, Indian Creek Plaza is hosting the Dude Show Saturday, April 17th, 10 to 2. Interactive experience, everything for guys, including outdoor shooting, grooming, and, of course, stuff for gearheads. Dude experts on site, it is completely free, so check it out this Saturday, 10 to 2, Indian Creek Plaza with the X. Morning after with Nick and Big J, that's going to do it for us. Jason Drew is up next. We will see you guys on Wednesday. Have a good one. It's